Well, today's message is for anybody ever felt a little discouraged. Got any hands on that? I thought it might hit everybody. Anybody feels maybe just a little bit underqualified from time to time, something like that? All hands up, exactly. And, and I know how that is. And, and you know, I was uh, studying this week, and over and over, I would come to this, and I'd say, Lord, is that what we're supposed to do? And I, I'd pray a little bit more and look at a few things. Lord, is this what we're going to do this week? Because, you know, like I say, I really want to make sure that I'm hearing from the Lord what He has for us for each week. You know, and uh, God is so faithful. You know, you, you know, we talk about prayer. Because you guys want to have something to pray for? I always pray that God will, will just speak to, to our heart and guide us, you know, and give us that fresh mess, message each week. You know, spend a lot of time in prayer. We pick the songs out and stuff. It's, it's not that we just wing it or anything. We go before the Lord so that you can have God's best, the fresh manner that he has for us. And so today I feel like we're right on point because uh, somebody sent me a, about midweek. I got a devotion on everything. It's, it's funny how God just works, works things out. I'm thinking this is where I really feel like the Lord's leading this week to preach on. And then I get this devotion and I was like, okay, you know, so like. 6 o'clock and about 5.30 in the morning, I'm writing all these points down. I'm going, yes, this is it. This is it. We're ready to roll. So I want to give you a little behind the scene. I'm going to read this devotion a friend of mine sent me and really set the stage, set this, anchor this in to what we're going to deal with, okay? And this devotion starts out. It says, years ago, the world-famous evangelist, Billy Graham. Anybody ever heard of that guy? I thought maybe you might, yeah. Uh, was scheduled to speak at Cambridge University in England. But he didn't feel qualified. You notice I said feel, right? Um, to address the sophisticated thinkers. He had no advanced degrees. He had uh, never attended seminary. Uh, Billy uh, confided in one of his close friends. He says, I do not know that I've ever felt any more inadequate and totally unprepared for a mission. <laughs> well, you ever feel like that? Maybe starting your day dealing with something else and just say, man, I just, wow, I just don't feel prepared. Well, we're going to see how God prepares us. Amen. He said he prayed for God's help and God used him to share the simple truth of the gospel and the cross of Christ with power and might. Isn't that something how God will just take us when we just abandon our heart to him? But there's more. It says, Moses also felt inadequate when God recruited him for the task of telling Pharaoh to release the Israelites. Now, you guys remember that, the burning bush? And, and he, he's having this conversation with God, and God's speaking to his heart. And he finally goes, well, you know, man, I, I, he was giving him all the things. I'm slow to speak. I, I'm not a real good speaker and all these things. And, and God's just continued to encourage him. And he goes finally, he says, well, who do I say that sent me? And God says, I am, right? I am everything you need. And that's what we're going to see today. So when he gives us his name as I am, he revealed his eternal self-existence and all-sufficient character. Once you hear that, he's all-sufficient. Look at this. It says this. It says, even when we question our ability to do what God has asked us to do, he can be trusted. Our shortcomings are, are less important than God's sufficiency. That's a good word right there. When we ask, who am I? We can remember that God said, I am everything we need. Amen. Now, there's a lot of I am's in the, in the Bible when God's referring to I am the bread of life and all these things. So I continue to pray. I said, Lord, what exactly are we going to use as that launching spot? And I say this about every week, and the Lord just gave me this. You know, I love the scripture. It says, John 14, 6, Jesus told him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And so I said, man, that's great. That is, that's right on time. And this is what God did for me. He's just, so, he's just so gracious. As I was praying with my eyes closed, it's almost like he just drew these little lines from these points, the way, the truth, the life, to the, the things that I put on the, on the handout in times of inadequacy, in times of sorrow. And he said, don't forget about it in the good times. 
And that's just how, I mean, I always tell God, I said, Lord, you know, I need a billboard. So what he did while I was praying, he just kind of wove those things together. And I said, I know this is the one. I know this is the one. You know, a lot of times we get excited about different things and, and say, well, I'll be real excited if this turns out good. I'll be real excited if this goes the way I want. But let me tell you, I'm real excited because guess what? I encountered God, spending time with God. That's, that's the deal. See, a lot of times when we're praying, we're just we're thinking we only encounter God when we get the answer that we want. Or we get the answer, right? We encounter God every time we lift up a prayer, amen? We encounter God all the time. But a lot of times we're so busy and so uh, wrapped up in what's going on in our own world or what's going on in the world that we miss the God encounter. I pray today that you don't miss the God encounter. And I'm going to share a few stories that happened this week. You know, i got a story. You know why? Because God is always teaching and reaching out to his family, right? Well, I want to give you the context of what's going on in the scripture. So I'm going to do a little reading. If you've got your Bibles with you, we're going to be in John 14, all right? John chapter 14. And I want to read this here. Many of y'all are, are familiar with this. It's a familiar passage we've heard many times. But today I want to take a minute to help remind us that, you know, this is where we're going. This is what's going on. God is at work in everything, every minute of the day. He doesn't stop being God on, on Sundays and kick back. And, 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 you know, he's God all the time. Okay? So let's take a look at this. All right? Chapter 14. And he comes on out here and says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Now, if I didn't go any further and we could receive that, that would be a good word, wouldn't it? Do not let your heart be troubled. So I pray that you grab that first off. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that? I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you, may, you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And you know that, you know, one of the disciples said, well, where are you going? What's going on? He has all these questions. You know, sometimes we have a lot of questions when we read the Bible. And Jesus follows up in a couple of verses after that. He says, look, I'm the way the truth, the life. And I pray today as we cut through God's word that you take that and you apply that in your life each and every day because that is the truth of God's word. That's the truth of the character of Christ, amen? So it's just not when we, that we have a home in heaven, which is amazing enough, right? That's a pretty good deal, isn't it? But it's that God is loving us so much. He's active in every part of our life. Now let me ask you a question. Has this ever happened to you? Something's going on in your life. You say, is there any way I can pray for you? You know, ask somebody to pray. Well, no, I'm okay. Well, well, that may be so, you know. But there's a lot of times is that, well, I didn't think it was a big deal. I don't want to bug God with just the little things. Have you ever thought like that? Now, this, let me tell you something. We are not going to bog God down, okay? He can handle it. But what I want you to see is, how about when your kids come home from school? You want to know what's going on. And what do they tell you? Eh, that's okay. That's all right. And you say, well, what about this test? And what about this person? And what about this? Because you love them, right? God's no different. Hey, what's going on? Now, it's not that he doesn't know what's going on. But you know what? That's the relationship. That's the relationship. I love when things are going on in my family. I was like, hey, tell me a little bit about this. And I, I kind of get a little irritated if I only get the short answer. I mean, I, I like the nuts and bolts and the pieces of it because I care. I love them. You know, I want to know what's going on. So just remember your heavenly father wants to know what's going on. And when I say that, he knows what's going on. He wants to commune with us. He wants to have that relationship. And you know what? That's how we have a relationship with communication. Communication is not a one-sided deal, amen? It's talking, listening, talking, listening. So if we don't get anything else off this slide right here, I want y'all to hear that. 
Do not let your hearts be troubled. Amen? Very good. All right, if you got your sheets with you, we're going to get ready to unpack this thing. Everybody ready to say amen? amen. All right, they're ready. Well, he was showing me this in times of inadequacy. And, and you know what? This is what he says. You know what? Jesus is the way. When we feel like, man, I, I just don't know what way to do. When I feel overwhelmed, when I don't know what to do, we can rest in the fact that he's got the plan. He, he's, he's got the way, amen? So don't let your hearts be troubled. Because God has already gone before us. Let us, look, let us remember that we, he's faithful. Amen? Hey, I'm going to give you one to really, really like this song. He's faithful even when we're not. Okay? Now, now I'm going to tell you that that will preach all day long. Right? Even when we miss the mark, God's not missing the mark. Amen? Now, does that mean we're going to do whatever we want to do? No. You know what? He's going to adjust that. He's going to bring us back because he loves us so much. He wants us to turn from that and get back on what's best for us. You know what I mean? On what's best for He doesn't just cut us off and say, well, you know what? You blew it, you're out. Thank the Lord for that. That's a good place to say amen. But he says he is the way. Well, what else? He is all sufficient. See, I want us to get the pieces of the puzzle because when that storm comes or when those things come in or the doubt comes in our mind and we know who he is, guess what? We know who's on our team. We know who's got our back. We know who loves us. We know who's given everything so that we can be in the right place at the right time. Amen? He's all sufficient. I said, even when we feel. See, we go on feelings a lot. I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel saved. What does it feel saved? You know? Well, you know what? The truth doesn't say anything about the way you're going to feel. The truth is the truth. He said, you know, when you put your faith and trust in me, you are saved. Amen? So that's what I want to this is. So even when we feel unqualified. Remember, we are qualified in Christ. In Christ, who we are in him. Jesus always points to the Father. He is the way. There is no other way. He is all sufficient. You see, you preach on that every week. Yeah, I think we need to. Because what happens is by the time we get to about Tuesday or the time we get to the ATM machine when we leave here, we start thinking that sometimes it's about what we do. Okay? But let me tell you, he's all sufficient. But what can, what can happen to be a blessing is, is when we realize that in, in all, the all-sufficient God that loves us so much works through us, we start seeing him at work. Not so much us working, trying to make things right and do these things and, and earn something from him. You don't earn grace, do you? You don't earn grace. It's a free gift. I want you guys to hear that today. So he's all-sufficient, and we always want to point to our Heavenly Father. Now take a look at this. <coughs> This is really neat when I start unpacking this. He is wisdom. And I start looking and digging, and, and, and I want you guys to hold on to this verse here. This is a great one to underline. Come back to it and put it in your heart. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and, and he freed us from sin. Man, if we just sat right there and just took all that in, that's, that's just amazing. I want to take a look at that. Let this truth chase away any fear and doubt in your life. You know, when we start seeing this, and, and I looked at this, I said, man, there are six miraculous things that he's telling us in this one line. God gets some serious gas mileage on his word, amen? I mean, it's powerful. Take a look at this. He starts out and he says, look, he united us with we are in Christ. We're not on our own. When God looks at you, he in me, when we put our faith and trust in Christ, he sees the finished work of the cross. He doesn't see you having a bad hair day. All right? He sees who you can who you are in his family and what he can work in your life so that you can continue to magnify his son in a great way. Amen. 
What else? He made him to be wisdom itself. God, God's got it under control. See, a lot of times we go, well, I just don't know. I just don't know. But you know what? We got the wisdom of Christ well in us. We just need to tap into that. How do we do that? Spend time with God, right? Spend time in his word. Don't be quick to jump in like this. Hey, am I responding like Jesus would respond to the situation? Lord, help me. See, a lot of times we think, oh, yeah, I can do that. Well, you know what? I know I can't always do that. And I know that I need to rely on God to know that he's wisdom itself and he dwells in us. How does that make you feel? Does it take a little bit of the load off? You know what? People say, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? And I go, pray. That's a great place to start. Amen. That's a great place to be. See, a lot of times, we, what are we going to do? Have y'all ever played the what if game? Huh? It will exhaust you. What if this person does it? I mean, what happens if this is over here? And what happens if that's, I mean, then I can move this back over here. I mean, we got this board going on in our mind. We'll do this over here. We'll fix it. And you're exhausted. And guess what? That never even happened. You know what I mean? The first step never even happened. So we get exhausted and just play these things back. And instead of going, Lord, I don't know what's coming down the pipe, but you do. And I'm going to trust you. I don't understand about this job. I don't understand about this situation. I don't understand all these things here. But, Lord, I understand that you're all sufficient. And I'm going to seek you and I'm going to trust you. And so, Lord, help me to, to rest in you. Help me to rest in you. I want you guys to rest in him. I want you to hear that this week so much, so much. Because I tell you, we get so busy and we get so bogged down. And that is not the abundant life that God, Christ came to buy us. Right? He came to give us life and abundance. I'm not saying he came to put a Rolls Royce in your driveway. Don't misunderstand me. I'm saying that when we see all the riches that we have in Christ, man, everything else is, everything else is gravy. Amen? Everything else is just, just a blessing. Amen? Well, let's keep on going. He made us right with God. How does it feel to sit here today and know that you've been made right with God? You know the first thing we'll say? I don't feel like I've been made right. I didn't ask you how you felt. I, I asked you the truth. How, how, how is it to know that you've been made right with God? And that's where everybody goes, woo! Okay, I was excited about it anyway. <laughs> I guess y'all already knew that part, right? You know, but sometimes we need that reminder. We need that reminder when I talk to people. When I look in the mirror and go, man, what in the world were you thinking? I have to, I have to remember this. The ions of God. Hey, he says, you know what? Even in your inadequacy, I'm all sufficient. Even when you miss the mark, I'm going to pick you back up and put you back in the game. I want you to listen. I want you to abide. I want you to follow me. But I love you that much. I don't kick you to the curb, as we say in Buck Row, right? I'm going to pick you back up and keep on walking, right? Because that's the love of the Father. He made us right. Are you ready? It gets better. He made us pure. Man, now that's a good thing, isn't it? I mean, he just washes away all that sin. All that sin from yesterday. From like two weeks ago. That wouldn't be all, would it? All. All. The past, now, and the future. That's how perfect his sacrifice is. He made us holy. Now, a lot of times I say, we got any saints in here? And you see like one or two people go, Right? But when we talked about that, we're a saint. We're made right and holy in the eyes of God when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So if you've put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, let me see you raise your hand. Yes, indeed. Amen. If you hadn't raised your hand, you have an opportunity to do that today. Call on the name of Jesus. All right? Don't worry about it. We're going to get to that too. But I just want to make sure you got all the pieces of the puzzle before you come to that saving knowledge of Christ. Because he is alive 
and working in us. All right? So, I mean, why would you want to run from that? My buddy Kevin on Tuesday night, uh, he sits over here, birthday boy. He just had his 50th birthday, too. And he says, you know, he sits here and we're looking at this. And, and I love it. I can tell he's thinking, you know. And he goes, why would you run away from this? <laughs> it's the best deal going. I go, man, you're right. It's the best deal going. God has made a way for us. There is no other way, just like we saw. It's only through Jesus Christ. I said, man, you look like you get a little excited about that. Yes, I do. Because I know where I was, and I know where he's brought me, and I know where I'm going, and I know there's still a lot of work to be done in BLC here. But God says, you know what? I can work that out. I'll just keep loving you. I'll keep picking you up, and I'll keep going. I go, thank you. Thank you. Forgive me. Thank you. Keep, let's keep going. And you know what? He doesn't just treat me like that because I'm a nice guy. He treats me like he treats you as a loving child. Isn't that something? No favorites. If he has a favorite, we're all his favorite. Isn't that good to know? He's not saying, well, man, I tell you what, you know, Miles, he's amazing, isn't he? Everybody say amen. Amen. You got your day, baby. There you 15 minutes of fame, 15 seconds of fame. But he doesn't go over here and go, well, I don't know about Buddy. I don't know about Sam or Susie. He says, hey, look, you are unique, amazing, and I love you. I want you to hear that today. I want you to know that God loves you. Amen. All right. Well, what else we got? He set us free from sin. Woo. He set us free. This ain't even a message. This is just warm up. Y'all all right, right? He set us free from sin. You see the effects of sin? It's not good. He set us free from that, right? And you say, well, why do I keep sinning? Because we are in a sin-filled world. But the, let me tell you, the payment for our sin has been paid on the cross. Amen. When he rose again. I always like to tell you when I say at the cross and he rose again. See, a lot of people just get to the cross and go, man, Jesus loved and he gave his life. Yes, he did. And don't forget the rest of the truth. And he rose again and sits on the right hand side of God. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. We serve a living God, a living God. You know, you got different religions. They, they, they worship stone and wood and this and that. You know, not me, not us. That's not what we're preaching. We serve a living, risen God. And you don't even have to wait till Easter to talk about it. Amen. It's every day. You know, see, a lot of times only on Resurrection Day do we get to that part. Every day, that resurrection ought to be resonating in our heart of what God has done for us. That ain't even in the notes. We're just going to let you know God's good. Amen. Let's keep on rolling. So he freed us from sin. Now, let me give you this right here. Our inadequacies have, have been deemed adequate in Christ. It sounded a whole lot better when I was writing it. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little tongue tied. Our inadequacies have been deemed adequate in, in Christ. All right, now I wrote this down. I'm all right. I, this is not, just because you're saved doesn't mean you're a brain surgeon. Okay? You know, we have wisdom in Christ, right? And God's wisdom would say, don't do that. Okay? But a lot of times we think sometimes somebody will get a piece of the truth and take off running with it. Get the full picture. And I want you to have the full picture of who Christ is. I want you to have the full, full picture of, you know what, it's not about what you feel all the time. It's about the truth of God's word and how he's working that out in us when we're obedient to what he says. So, you know, over, over time I said, man, I wrote this down. I said, I'm not saying we're a brain, brain surgeon because we're saved. I'm saying look to the Lord for all your needs to be met. And he is the way. The more we rely on God, the more we experience his power. How many know God's an on-time God? Now, you know, I told you I had a little story. This is no, you know, bells and whistles story. But I just want to tell you about God's uniqueness with his children. Y'all going to know what I'm going to say next. How's that food line? <laughs> no, I just, it's just, it's 
always happens at food line, you know? Well, yesterday, you know, Brother Jeff uh, sits in the back and he's out today. He's been going through uh, some medical stuff. He's feeling better. We've been praying for him and stuff. So when I went down to the neighborhood, he lives close to my mom. I saw him call Jeff and see how he's doing. He says, man, I'm feeling better and everything. And, and, but uh, I appreciate everybody checking on me and praying and all that. I'm talking on the phone to Jeff. I said, all right, bro. I said, you need anything from the store? He said, man, two loaves of bread would be great. I said, I'll bring them by the house. Not a problem. Okay, see you later. Hmm. I hang the phone up. And I always go, I, I can't help it. I always go through the bakery part first. You know, I, I just, it's like this. It just draws me to the cupcakes. And I go, and I love them ladies over there. They are so spirit-filled, loving the Lord people. And I looked over there and I saw that little hand that, and that lady said, hey, baby. I said, hey, good morning. How you doing? She said, you know what? She said, there was a guy in here the other day goes to church with you. I said, yeah. She said, he talked mighty highly of that church out there. I said, God's good. I'm thinking, who in the world is this? She said, his name is Asher. I said, Jeff. <laughs> I'm thinking, am I, am I, you know, on the speaker? So how did she know? I, was just, I said, I was just talking to Jeff. She said, Jeff, that's his name. How's he doing? I said, well, we were just praying on the phone. He said, she said, well, I'm going to tell you what you tell him. Big mama's got him in her prayers. Huh? She's on time, man. God is on time. I called Jeff. I said, big mama's praying with you down here. He said, isn't that good? Where's the bread? <laughs> but you said, what, what's the big deal about that? Hey, let me tell you, when you're feeling all alone and you're feeling down and everything else, and somebody that you maybe just connected with here or there says, you know, I was thinking about you. You were on my heart today. I'm going to pray for you. Let me know what's going on. See, they're standing in that gap. Let me tell you, when I was talking to Jeff about it, I, I, could, just, I could just imagine going, really? Really? This was a few weeks ago when he had talked to her. But that lady, is stuck in her mind. But at the right time, she says, you know what? That guy's been on my heart. Well, you tell him I'll be praying for him. Man, that's being obedient to the tug on your heart through the Lord Jesus Christ. God is in control, amen? Now, that's a good story, right? Can I tell you a funny one that has nothing to do with this just to make you laugh? Yeah. It almost made me cry, but I'm, I'm going to tell you. Yesterday, we had some great company, man. My main man come over. We had a good time, right? Brent came over. We're hanging out. And him and Jesse love to pick the place we're going to go eat. So they went through all the places they want to eat. And I said, well, that sounds good, but we better ask mom. So we asked Denise. He said, how about we go to Cracker Barrel? I started to shudder. I love Cracker Barrel. You know, the problem with Cracker Barrel is you can buy the meal, but you'll go broke in the, in the gift shop. Amen? I'm telling you. So I said, oh, that's no problem. Whoo, right? So we go, and I'm thinking, man, we got it made. This is no problem because there's not many cars there. I mean, we're going to make a beeline. We're going to eat. We're going to be out. No shopping time for my girl. This is going to be all right. So we get there, and Denise, as soon as she walks in, one of these Christmas trees that all lights up. What is that? Ceramic Christmas tree, right? It lights up, and I go, I am a goner. This is not good. And she's just, she's just like a little kid. She's just, in, just like, I'm like, well, let's go ahead and see if we can get in here, right? So I go over there, and that woman comes over and says, how many? I said, uh, four. And I said, lady, if you don't get me back, I'm going to be broke. She said, come on. We get over there. So we eat and everything. As soon as we place our order, then he said, I'll be right back. I'm thinking, I sure hope she's going to the restroom and wash her hands and stuff. And she came back. I said, all right, she don't have no ticket, no bag, anything. It's all right. Lord, you're hearing good. That's good. So we eat, man, I'm, I'm shoving the groceries down. If they're good, boys, yes, yeah, good. Mr. Brother, that's good. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good. good. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to go ahead and pay. So I'm good. I go and I pay. <laughs> and I'm heading for the door, baby. I'm heading for the door. And Denise is in front of me and she goes, do you like this? I go, 
Yeah, it's all right. I'm still I'm drunk, guys. Get in the car. Get in the car. And the guys, and they're, and, and they're not helping because they're over there looking at stuff. Come on. You know? Come on. And we're looking at that. This really has nothing to do. I just want to tell you how guys do it. I really don't. I, I haven't shared this. And so she says, I get, uh, y'all ever get that? I really like that. I remember having one of those when I was like a little. I'm gone now, right? I said, well, baby, why don't you go and get it? No, we probably shouldn't get it. We probably shouldn't get it because <laughs> I told you. I told you. Oh, damn, what's that? That was doing like this. I just wanted to hit you at home, right? Here we go. See, we, we shouldn't do that, but, you know, I don't know if they probably have it anymore, but, you know, they're real seasonal. I said, okay. I said, okay, let's go and get it. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is my payday. This is my payday hearing this, right? He's sitting right there. All right. Oh, see, look, I come in late. I come in late. They love their mom. So I get going, and I said, well, I'll just get the lady to go ahead and get one from the back of the guy one. This is the funny part. I said, well, excuse me. And then he said, well, that's okay. I was talking about it. I said, what did she say? And I said, uh, ma'am, I said, uh, if you got one more, then I'm going to go ahead and get it for my wife. She said, oh, I already put hers behind the counter over there. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll tell you, man, play me like a fiddle, man. I'll tell you what. How does that? I was feeling pretty inadequate. I, was in I thought, man, okay, baby, don't worry about it. I got it. You know? But she had already gone ahead. She said, and she turned around and she said, somebody was looking at it. I was like, somebody was looking at it. I didn't know they had it anymore. <laughs> and the guy takes my money and goes, yeah, I knew you'd be back. <laughs> So I'm thinking, oh man, that's crazy. But you know, sometimes you just got to have those fun stories in the, in the midst of that. I didn't get upset at anything else. I thought, it and that the truth. All right, next time we go to the Harley shop, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> Me and Grace are going to go, hey, Denise, come on, look at it. Oh man, well, I really like to have that. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I laugh about that because if not, I'd cry. But uh, you know, the whole, the whole thing is God's on time. And you know, a lot of times we see things that... Uh, you know, that, that we think, man, that's, that's really a big deal. It's not a big deal or whatever. And God's already went before us. Just like my wife went before me. God already has gone before us in all the right ways. Amen. So I'm going to let y'all have that. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. All right. Yes, indeed. Got to keep smiling. All right, this is perfect timing. In times of sorrow. <laughs> in times of sorrow. Here we go. All right, well, think about this. In times of sorrow, Jesus is the truth. I want us to look at that. Look at the truth, man. In times of sorrow, we can always count on God. I said this. Don't let the devil magnify the difficulties in your life, but let the truth of who Christ is fill your heart. We need to look at the I am's of Jesus. He's got us covered. He's more than enough, amen? He is the truth. Let the reality of the resurrection rise up in you. Now, we hit on that just a little bit. But see, when the power of the resurrection of Christ becomes a reality in your life, Amen. It will lift your spirit, feed your faith, and turn your sorrows to joy. And, and notice what I said here. I said, when it comes to reality in your life, it can be a reality in my life, and it might encourage you. It might irritate you. It might cause you to, to think, well, maybe one day I'll do that. But when it comes to reality in your life, that Jesus Christ had came and died for your sin. And he, and he paid the price in full. And he rose again on the third day. So that we can have a fellowship with him. We can be set back in the family. With, what did he say? With wisdom. What, are we, what do we have in here? Hey, we've been made right. And we're made pure. We're made holy. And we're free from sin. That's the reality I want you to grab today. 
That's what I want you to hear today. So when you walk out of here and say, let me tell you what, I've been redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, let's take a look at this. Devote yourself to knowing the Lord better each day. That's, some, that's been my prayer here lately. I want to know God better each day. How do I do that? Sometimes it's like this. Y'all ready? This is something hard for Buddy Chapman to do. You ready? Shut this mouth and listen. Amen. I'm talking to me. Sometimes I just need to be quiet. And everybody said amen, right? <laughs> but you know, sometimes it's just, you know what? I can, I can do a lot of talking to God. And then as soon as I get the first syllable, I go, oh, I take off running. It's good to get the full picture. And as I prayed this morning, I said, Lord, I just want to tell you how grateful I am. Lord, I just want to tell you I'm thankful for all you do. I'm, I'm so thankful that you give me the, the, the privilege to, to speak your word, Lord. Because you know what? I'm not no Billy Graham. You know what? Who am I? And he says, well, I guess who's going with you? I am. See, that's what I want, I want you to know. When you're going through those difficult times, when you're dealing with things that just are overwhelming, know that the great I am is with you, amen? He is with you all the time. So you want to devote yourself to knowing the Lord better. Well, there's a couple of things you can do about that. Just throw it out there. Hey, read your Bible, all right? Spend time in God's Word. Prayer. We got Tuesday night Bible study. Hey, I, I mentioned this earlier in the year. I don't know if y'all remember this one. And I said, I told everybody that comes here or whatever, I said, if you want to go deeper with the Lord, and you, and you don't know a plan of attack on that. You get with me, and we'll sit down, and we'll pray about it, and we'll see the best plan of attack. If it's meeting with you, if it's praying with you, if it's some devotions or whatever. So there's no reason that we shouldn't be having an opportunity to grow deeper with the Lord because it's available to you. Amen? That's what I want you to hear today. Well, here we go. Look at this. The truth is, is that Jesus is a healer and more. See, a lot of times we go, man, what in the world's going on with this situation? God is in every aspect of our, of our life. And I want, I want to read something else. I jumped the gun here. But I, I looked at this too. I said, God has a way of pushing out the pain as we feast on his truth. You ever notice that? I hope when you leave here, you feel better. Do you usually feel better? Okay. And, and, and it's not that just the feeling. I, I hope you feel better because you've experienced God moving through his word, through his praise, through through. Through the teaching and preaching of God's word. That's what my prayer is. All right? But it doesn't have to stop on the steps. You can take him with you. He's with you all the time. I want you to see that. I want you to, to be able to just feed on this in here. I said, truth and doubt can't occupy the same place. So fill up on the truth and there won't be room for the devil to throw a seed of doubt into the garden of your heart. That's what he was showing me when I was writing a few things. He said, you know, if, you feel, if you're so full of me, when somebody pokes you, boom, the only thing that's going to come out is my, my love for them. But you know what? Isn't that something? If we're just so full of Jesus, there's nothing else to spill out with him and his characteristics. That's my prayer. But the truth of the matter is this. There's some more room for him to be filling in my life and probably a little bit in yours. But you know what? God is willing. And you know what? He doesn't run out. He doesn't say, well, man, I filled up Mike, but we don't have no room for Buddy. Uh-uh. He's more than enough. He's more than enough. I look at this. I said, Jesus didn't stop being who he was after the resurrection. You ever thought about that? He didn't stop being who he was after the resurrection. He didn't lose any power. He didn't stop being the son of God. He didn't stop loving, caring, forgiving, and touching lives. He came so that we could overcome. He came to set us free. He came to bring us in the right relationship with our Heavenly Father. Amen? I said, so never feel alone. Never give the devil credit. You ever see this? See, a lot of times we just talk about, man, the devil's doing this. 
and the devil's doing this. And, and what we've done, we've elevated the things that, that are going wrong to this big old pile over here. And then we do the old, what do we always say? Yeah, but. And God's done this. God's done this. God's done this. You know what? Why don't we start out with all of what God's done? If you ever get stuck, just open his word. You can see what he's done, right? He knows every hair on your head. He loves you. He's made a way for us, right? So let's keep on looking at those things. I said, look at this. Trust in the truth every step of the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Everybody doing good? Say amen. Well, now I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to the part that we don't want we don't want to face up, right? Because we know in times of inadequacy, God's in control. I just don't know what's going on. See, when you're flat on your back, it's easy to look up and see God, isn't it? But see, sometimes when everything's good, man, we get the radio cranking and, and all these things going on. And God say, I love you. And he's like, I'll get right back with you. Uh, you know what I mean? Is that true? I always say this. We seem like we learn more through the tough times than we do the good times. But I'm telling you, we can learn through both times. And we can rest in both times. And that's what I, that's what I want you guys to see today. That's what he was just been really laying on my heart. And, and I, I'll tell you something else, this is a side note here, and I'm probably jumping ahead of myself here because I'd rather preach that as an outline and tell you what God's given me as I go than just give you a bunch of points, okay? That's, that's just, I, I really feel strong about that. Yesterday, after seeing God move and talking about Jeff and all those things like that, from one aspect to the other, one end of the spectrum to the other, right? I get home uh, at my mom's, and I see the mailman coming. Can you ever tell when somebody's just got a load? I'm not talking about the mailbag. You know, he has something going on. And so I just, I just shut the door, just shut the door on what I was unloading. I said, hey, man, how you doing? He says, buddy, uh, it's been a tough day. And he knows my name because he used to spend time with my dad sitting on that little thinking bench. My dad would talk to anybody and everybody. I wonder where I got it from. I would call and say, what's dad doing? There's a bunch of motorcycles in our front yard. I think he's talking to those guys. And he thought, well, tell dad to call me on a little bit. Um, that's the lady that lives around here. He loved people. Love people. Maybe that's where I get it from because I love people. So anyway, I see this man coming, our mailman, and he knows my name. I don't know his name, but he's always been good to us. He's always asking about my family, checking in, all this stuff. And, and, you know, I'm telling you this because the little pieces of the puzzle are just as important as the whole masterpiece. And I said, hey, bud, what's going on? He goes, uh, he said, man, I'm, I'm just a little down today. I said, well, what's up? And he says, uh, he said, well, I've had a death in my family. I said, man, I'm so sorry. I had, I had no idea. And, uh, and I'm looking at it, and he's just like, I'm like, I'm thinking maybe it's mother or something. I said, well, brother, who, who passed away? He said, my spouse. I said, your wife? He said, yeah. The reason I'm bringing you up, this is how fast things can change. I said, well, she's sick? He said, no, not really. He said, two and a half weeks ago, my wife took the blower out in the backyard to blow some stuff around. And the only thing they can figure is some of the dust and stuff had mold in it. It got into her, 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 her lungs. <laughs> And he said, we're at the hospital and they're giving her medicine. I'm thinking she's coming home. And he says, then she's on a ventilator too. And now she's gone. Wow. I said, you know what? The only thing I could say is this. I said, brother, I'm going to pray for you right now. And I put my arm around that guy and I just passed to the Lord. Touch his heart. Encourage him. Put people in his life. You know, sometimes, sometimes all we can do is cry with you. Sometimes, hey man, I don't understand that. But I'm sorry. And it went back to this just now. It's funny when I'm up here, sometimes God starts weaving the stories together throughout the week. Hold on to that story, and I'm going to tell you what God just put in my heart right now. 
the middle of the week, I was working on a truck at, at work. And uh, we were offloading some product and stuff. And, and the truck driver, we talked about the Lord and everything else. And the guy, has, he had the shield that he's hitting us in. Bam! Bam! I'm thinking, man, I hope that doesn't blow up. I'm over here like this and, and doing some stuff. And the guy lifts his mask up and he looks at me and he goes, hey, man. I go, yeah. He goes, how many people do you think you led to the Lord? What in the world? Where did that come from? But I know who gave me the answer. Before I could say anything, out of my spirit came this. Not enough, brother. Not enough. He says, that's a good answer. I said, that's a God answer. See, it's not about the numbers and it's not about this. I don't know what possessed that man when he was thinking to ask me that question. But I'll tell you one thing. I like God's answer. That wasn't my answer. Always room for more. Amen. Always room for more. Now, how does those stories fuse together? I could have walked right by that guy and go, hey, how you doing? You got my man on the ceiling. I mean, I got to be place. I got to go. I mean, everybody's got a schedule. But you know what? God just tugged on my heart. And he's carrying a heavy load. You know what? There's always room for more. There's always room for more. Amen. So look, even in the good times, I'm going to pull it back in here with this. Even in the good times, we can take time for other people. Amen. Here we go. Take a look at this. John 10, 10. It's a familiar verse here. It says, the thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. And Jesus said, I've come that they may have life and have it in full. You know, I want us to remember this always. You know, honor him daily. Praise him often. The Lord is the Lord in good times and in bad times. God doesn't switch teams. He doesn't cast shadows. He's God all the time. And that's a good thing to know in him. I'm going to give you a scripture for that. Y'all ready? Hebrews 13, 8. You can put that in there. Uh, your notes. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And see, I, all these stories are just flooding my mind and my life. It's just like this. And I was thinking about this when I was praying about this last night. I said, you know, isn't it pretty good? Sometimes I, I, sometimes I just want to stop when things are going real good in my life. I just go, Lord, I just want to tell you I appreciate everything. I want to tell you I really appreciate everything. Right? Not just when it's bad. And the Lord reminded me of this. Last night, I was up there and thinking about it. He said, remember when you got Thomas that drum set? When, when he was two years old, we got him a drum set. When he was about 12 years old, we got him a really nice drum set. Right? The Lord blesses where we give him a really nice drum set. And everybody that knows me, I got it like in the summer. And it about killed me not to give it to him until Christmas. Denise is like, no. I said, no, wait, 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 right? The blue one, the purple stuff, okay? So, and all the time around Christmas, I was laying the groundwork. I said, just remember, man, sometimes little things and little packages are some of the biggest things you ever receive. Okay, Papa, now. Okay. So he opens up all his stuff, and he gets his one little teeny packet. Boop. And I don't know if y'all know what it, a drum key is. It's real little like this. It's just a little, it looks like a can opener. And what it does, it helps you adjust your drums. And he goes, wow, cool, that's neat. It's a pearl drum key. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the keys to the car. And he goes, I really appreciate that. And I want to go, but there's more. I said, come on up here. And we, me and my buddy put that drum set together. Had balloons on it and everything. And he's just like, oh my goodness, look at this. This is so cool. And he gets ready. And he takes the sticks out. And I'm like, yeah, he loves it. And what he does then, he puts the sticks down. He comes over and he says, Dad, thanks. Wow. 
I thought about that. Do I do that with God when he blesses me? I'm not, I'm not just talking about monetary things. See, I remember that. That was 10 years ago. And I remember, it wasn't that what he preached it. Yeah. He stopped everything and said, Dad, I appreciate that. Today I pray that you just stop everything for a minute and say, God, I appreciate that. You know, God has a way of working through the things that we walk through. That was not on my mind at all when I was putting that message together. But let me tell you, it touched my heart because I knew what that meant to me as a dad. It, it, didn't, it didn't matter about the size of it or this. He took time to let me know that he appreciated it. Today I pray that we take time to let God know that we appreciate everything. Amen? Let's keep on rolling here. I said, don't let, don't let favor fog your memory. What do you mean by that? Just what I say. You can let stuff start fogging your memory. Everything gets good. So you could have got on that and done some drum, drum solos and everything. So, well, you know what? I wish I had a bigger set or I wish I had, you know, all these things, you know. You, you get the new car and you say, well, that's great. And two weeks later you go, you know, we probably should have gotten the one with the extra stuff. Or, I'm just talking about stuff. But what about, don't we do that with, with different things too in life? Do we think, God, you know what? We traveled all this way and came all the way back. Thank you, Lord, for your safety. You know what? Thank you, Lord, that we could come to a place on Sunday. That you know what? That we can freely worship you. Lord, thank you that you know what? That you say my sins are forgiven. That you are my wisdom. That you are, you are everything to me. Thank you, Lord. Today I want us to just take a minute and thank the Lord. Amen. Good times or not. Amen. Don't let the favor, God's favor, fall your memory of what he's done for you. Amen. Let's keep on going. So what do we want to do? We want to be grateful. Amen. We, we have so much to be thankful for. And I'm going to read some of this stuff because I'm so far off my notes, it don't matter, man. But I'm going to tell you, God, God just touched my heart on this stuff. I said, be thankful you know the truth, right? Be thankful that we know the way, the I am of Jesus. He says, I am the way, right? Ooh. And there's something I wrote in here. It's a, a lot of times I think, you know, we, we, we go through some tough times. And then we go through some good times. And we go through some tough times. And then during those tough times, we start trying to make this big deal with God. Like we got some bargaining chip. You know, I'll do all these things if you do this. We do that, right? And God said, all I want to do is just love me. All I want to do is just listen to me. All I want to do is be open to what I got for you and let me work in your life. We don't, we don't, earn, we don't earn his favor. He freely gives it because he loves us, amen? So we have a lot to be grateful for, amen? We have a lot to be thankful for. And be a blessing. And I pray, uh-oh, look it. Be a blessing. I don't think we cannot be a blessing when those other things take hold of your heart. You hear what I'm saying? I don't think that we cannot be a blessing when those other things, the favor of God, the gratefulness of God starts working, and the thankfulness of God starts working through your heart. You're going to be a blessing. Do you want to be a blessing? Let those things take root in your heart. And you know what? Remember this. Jesus is the great I am. I had some notes in there. I said, man, think of, just make sure you read this. And, I, and I, I'm going to read some of this stuff here and, and just see where we're at. I said, you know, we, we really, really need to realize that he is our life. You know, we talk about the different pieces of us. You know, in times of inadequacy, he's the way. In times of sorrow, he's the truth. But I want to tell you this. In the good times, he's your life. In the bad times, he's your life. Life is good. 
Life is precious. I'm going to tell you what, I have done, I've done more hospital visits than I wish I ever, I don't want to do anymore. But I'll go. I'll go. But I'm going to tell you what, nobody has ever, 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 the times I've been around, things going on, asked for their checkbook, asked for their degrees, asked for their trophies. They always ask for their family and to hear about the Lord. You know? And so today, you know what, let's fill up on those things. So when our time comes to share that with somebody, that we're ready to give an answer of who we believe in. We're ready to give an answer of who has worked in our life because he is the great I am, right? He's the bread of life. I, I'll give you a little homework this week. Look up all the I am's that Jesus is in, in the scripture this week. And just, just write it over to the side because I guarantee you there's going to be a time in your life that you're going to need him to be the I am of your situation. Amen? I don't care when, where, how, whatever. But I will tell you this, he's got a remedy for it, right? God has a remedy for it, and his name is Jesus, amen? His name is Jesus. I'm going to take a look at this. I, I pulled some scripture out here, and, and I, I wrote Ephesians 2, 1. It says, you know, we're talking about life, and, and, and I thought about this. What is the one thing, for you answer, listen to my question real close. What is the one thing a dead man needs? Nothing else matters. The one thing somebody dead needs is life. All right? He said, where are you coming with this? Read this scripture. Listen to this. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin. Now look, it comes down to verse 4 here. Uh, chapter 2 of Ephesians, verse 4. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in his mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace you've been saved through faith. That's what I want you to hear. We were dead in our sins and Jesus Christ came on the scene to rescue us, redeem us, restore us, reconcile us, heal us, love us, forgive us. And the list goes on and on and on and on. And I'll use, I wish Kevin would say, I didn't know I was going to use him as an example. I'm going to say what he says on Tuesday. Why would we ever not believe? Why would we ever not want what God has for us? So you know what? That's your question. Do you want what God has for you? What is it that he has for you? He has love. He has grace. He has mercy. He has forgiveness. He has restoration. Does that mean you'll never, ever, ever have a problem? No. But it does mean this. You'll never, ever, ever go through it alone. Because he is the great I am. And I say this every week because there's no other way to say it. You can't change the truth. You just preach the truth, amen? And the truth is this. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one can come to the Father except through me. And with all that, what we hit today doesn't even scratch the surface of who he is. But I'm sure does open the door and get a glimpse of his goodness and his grace, amen? And I thought about this. One of the things I read earlier, I want to repeat it to you before we pray. Our shortcomings are less important than God's sufficiency. When we ask, who am I? We can remember that God says, I am. I'm everything you need. Everything you'll ever need. Just that the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you today for just going before us and just weaving the message as you, you see fit, Lord. That you're so faithful to bring those things back to our mind when we're going through stuff and stories and, and things like that. And we never even had them written down. They never even knew you were going to do that. But Lord, you knew what we need because you are all sufficient.
you're all loved. Hey, you know what? Earlier I asked, I said, you know what? If you put the faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, just raise your hand. And so many people raise their hand. But you know what? There may be somebody here that, that didn't feel like they could raise their hand. But I'm going to tell you what. You can raise your hand because God has made a way for you to be set in his family. So that's you today. I pray that you say, you know what? Through the teaching and preaching of God's word today, Holy Spirit, you're showing me that I need a Savior. Your scripture says, hey, that Jesus is that Savior. Today, Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. And put my name in the book of life, Lord. I, I trust in you. I believe you're the Son of God who takes away the sin of the Lord, do a work in me. If that's you today, hey, just look up here. I want to pray with you. If there's something going on in your life, don't leave here today without knowing that you can pull on the strength of God in every aspect of your life. He's a forgiving God. He's a loving God. And he's here for you. I always like to go a step further. If you're here today and you say, man, you know, I do feel inadequate and I appreciate the encouragement. Well, you know what? That encouragement is not just from Buddy. That encouragement is from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what he says about you. And I want you to hold on to that. In times of sorrow, I want you to understand that God's not left you. He's actually probably drawn a little bit closer to you if you look real close. I pray, Lord, for each one here today with whatever's going on in our life, my life, their life, those that are listening online later today, for those that couldn't be here. I pray today that we just calm our hearts and say thank you. I pray today when we walk in the grace of God and share that with others. Lord, let us just rest in your forgiveness. Lord, give us strength to do your will. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Amen.